Hi, guys! Oh. I actually had a very exciting prelude to this recording session because I got to pet a puppy. Ooh! Oh boy. Pet puppy. Possibly mine. <gasps> what? Wow, what's this? Tell us. His name is Nutmeg. It's a good name for a puppy. He's eight weeks old and very oh baby. Where I'm, I'm looking for a photo of Nutmeg for y'all. This is Nutmeg. He's very shy, but look at this face. If it tells me that my Viscor files are too powerful <laughs> for a picture I sent in Discord <laughs> from Discord. You if you Nutmeg. want to send us pictures of your dog, <gasps> that is join our Discord. Puppy. Look at that fucking face. Oh. Look at that face. And you said oh. you had nothing else to look forward to. Come on. Well, actually, honestly, by the time this episode airs, I will or will not know if I have nutmeg. Fair enough. But other than that, hi, guys. I have. How has your week's been? Oh, it's all right. I'm building a bathroom, which kind of sucks. Plumbing sucks a lot. Plumbing does suck. You're doing it? Yeah. That's a lot of work. I'm so sorry. Yup. We thought the plumbing was already in place, but now we have to check. But it's not kind. It's kind I of is, kind of isn't. Think like there was a bathroom there before, and then their basement got fucked up, and they had to rip everything out and waterproof it. Wow. So. So yeah, I get to build a bathroom. It's very exciting. Walls easy. Plumbing sucks. Yes. Yes, it does. I I've never bothered with it. I've I I that's not a talent I have. I wow. wouldn't say it's a talent I have either, but I. <laughs> don't have the money to hire people whose talent it is. Fair enough. So, yeah, part of... uh when, to plumb. When I bought my house, we found out from the home inspector that we had to get... section we had to get before we bought it. The pipes in our house had been hit by a recall for a class action lawsuit years ago. Oh, jeez. Oh. Wow. So, uh, guess who had to shell out a lot of fucking money? Uh, hopefully the, that, it caught, hopefully the they, they, they 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 had I, it was part of a separate agreement they paid for it they wrote us a reimbursement check nice. that, that was part of the agreement to the tune of fuck dude this is a lot of money and I already just blew through a lot of money buying a house yeah mm -hmm. but it's a nice house and houses are fucking expensive to maintain they are yes they are welcome to a dungeon dive bar the Pathfinder first edition podcast where we talk about housing woes in adulthood Ooh, <laughs> new motorship. We're all aging by the day, except Matthew. I'm pretty sure Matthew's suspended as aging by pickling himself in Mountain Dew. I did. That it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm reminded of when we were just uh, doing our last Extra Life, and you guys all needed a nap, and here I was the entire time just going, let's play more! I am thoroughly convinced your home, Matthew, is on a timeless plane, <laughs> and as soon as you step foot outside of your house, you will immediately starve and age to death. <laughs> immediately going to pay the price. I was just thinking in Disney's Tangled when uh, Gothel gets chucked out the window. No, the Indiana Jones movie. I'm blanking on which oh. one it is. Oh, yeah, the, like, melting the Nazi. Grail. No, yeah, the Holy Grail the Holy one. Holy Grail yep. one. That's, is that The Last Crusade? Yes, The Last Crusade. Oh, so good. Yes, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Right, Temple of Doom. Temple then there was of Doom Raiders is why the Lost Ark. exists as a rating, by the way. Yep. Is it really? Yeah, it, it was released as PG, and then uh, when it came out, and they saw people's hearts getting ripped out of their chest while they were alive. <laughs> they were alive. like, oh, shit, well, still beating. higher than PG. 
That was yeah. metal as heck. They're like, they were like, this isn't an R-rated movie, but it certainly doesn't seem like a PG one. I did not know that. <laughs> also fun about Indiana Jones is it pulled Sean Connery out of retirement. Oh, why did they do that? They wanted a Scottish man who is pretends to be a British man playing An the father of American man Indiana Jones, who is a Indy senior. So American that his name is Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery coming back as an old man and playing whatever the heck he wants is great. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Love where it. he plays... He's very fun in it. Is, I, yeah. I forget what the character's name is, but he's so fun. It doesn't matter. It's Sean Connery. Right. Sean Connery Alan gets in there and fucks around with literary characters, and it is a great time. Yeah. Ellen uh, Yeah. Also, yeah. you guys know what Indiana Jones' real name is? I do. I Harrison Ford. Henry uh, Walton Jones Jr. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Did you and, just and watch for, Last Crusade or something? Or? I've always loved Indiana Jones. Fair. It's good. I've been looking up Indiana Jones to make. I was working, reworking a character that was basically cantankerous Indiana Jones, but a Magus. So regular Indiana Jones, but a Magus right. for Pathfinder. Pretty cool. I like that. Except, wouldn't he be more of an investigator? Matthew. What? No. A whip has 15 feet of reach. Shocking grasp from 15 feet away. Oh, that's truth. Yeah, God. Yeah, you win. <laughs> it's not about... What he would be. Yes. What he would be. It's about having an excuse to have a whip on an int-based class. <laughs> and weaponize it to be an effective weapon. Because just like using a ranged weapon with a magus, I need to invest so many goddamn feats to make whips playable. It's true. It's so true. Actually, so the Sean Connery in the end, uh, Harrison Ford thing actually is very funny because my um, the question, the cold open question I actually wrote down for today was, uh, what is your what accent do you think would belong to each country in Galarian? Oh boy, we have some obvious ones like French for Galt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Axe is like German. It's somewhere between German and Italian. German. I feel like and, that's German. And also a bit of French and like it's all. Because I feel like they're very the entire German. aesthetic. Of it's of like Roman-esque. Infernal Order that Cheliax is pulling from is like Dante's Inferno. They're like Holy Roman Empire though, you know, like. But like the aesthetic is Dante's Inferno. We're running with the assumption that hell looks like this. Why are all dwarves always uh, Scottish? I mean, why is that? I uh, the Yenerov dwarves have a French accent. It's uh, it's because you know of um, stereotyping. Dwarves deserve to have Minnesota accents as a treat. No, so, Canadian accents. So I want I want to tell a funny story well, about. Well, a Minnesota accent is just a Canadian accent, but with a little more Scandinavian flavor. So. Oh, cool. So Caden's favorite country is Ustalov. Okay. And everyone goes, "Oh, Ustalov, the Transylvanian, blah, I want the soccer, blah, 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 blah right. accent." But like you know, Ustalov is like five different things, mostly the one. Like, yeah, it's definitely the got Kasevi- like Boston accent in there too, somewhere. Yeah, so that's the Stephen King area, right? And Caden has two two accents that that they can do for characters: normal voice, Viking, and that's it. So normal and Scandinavian. So Caden rolls up with a Scandinavian ranger from Ustalov, and I say, "All right, what county are you from?" And they say, "Varno." Varno is the Stephen King area. So every single one of Diana, the character's relatives or people from that region come in is like, oh, hey there, guys. How's it going? I just threw some ball in the pack. <laughs> you want to buy some food? I'm a merchant, you know. And he's like, God, why did I ever, ever tell you where I was from? <laughs> Uslov is like 
it's absolutely the worst melting pot in the world because you can go from very much that Transylvanian bleh and like that's definitely what Caliphus sounds like to the fucking Boston, New England, Stephen King area. Also, Taldor, Rome, Roman accent. Where would the like stereotypical English accent be? I thought that'd be Chelyax. But also Taldor is also based on the failing French monarchy to a degree. I I would raise Andoran for the English accent. For the English accent, Andoran, like the Britishest country in Galarian in ge- or in the in the uh, in Avistan at least, is probably Cheliax, just because they're ruthless colonizers and assholes, and uh, they have a queen who may or may not have signed to deal with the devil. Uh, well, I mean, real England until very recently had a queen that may or may not have signed the contract with the devil. We all know that uh, Abby too has confirmed yeah it, it was only a twice damned house of thrun before abby 2 started and now now it's, it's the thrice, thrice. Stands. i think irison would be the one with the russian accent for sure absolutely oh definitely absolutely it's ruled by it's, literal it's founded by a russian and then scandinavian is the lens of the, the mammoth lords and the linear kingdoms i think the yeah. finnish accent might lend more towards the mammoth lords yeah i got one for you What's the Hermaean accent? <laughs> That's Mankari's um, country. EP. Uh, affected pronunciation. The yes. fake accent. Yeah. The fake accent. Yeah. <laughs> they all learn it when they move there. It's EP. It's very, like, they all speak incredibly well because it's Hermaea, but it just kind of feels a little off. Um, but you don't mind because they say it so well. But it would broadcast really well over radio. What do you think Kiona and Elves sound like? Mmm. Uh, canonically, in all my home games, they're Hubers. They're what? Uh, Northern Wisconsin, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Oh, oh, okay. I fucking the capital is called the Yup. <laughs> yep. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. There are so many countries that could have. We also already established on this podcast that uh, Isger is Dutch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Declan's that whatever Declan's accent it is Malthuni. Yeah, I guess. I guess the tribes, the Halit tribes. Like, Mulsuni feels like it very much has to be a Russian accent, right? No, I think there might They're be more German. militaristic. It could be more dramatic, yeah. I feel like there's a lot that have, like, that, like anything that, like, Talden is the common language, it definitely has a more, like, Germanic accent, I feel. Well, Taldor is, like, pretty well, Roman, Multhun so you'd have the like, Latin roots to Romance yeah. languages. Mulsuni would be, like, late Prussia, where it's kind of, yeah. like... It's Western German. There is no accent in Absalom, though. It's just a fucking melting pot yeah, of chaos yeah. there. Oh, it's everything. Uh, yeah, the, the tribes are Polish, though. The... Yeah, I can see that. I'm completely uh, blanking most... what those tribes are called. Numeria, I guess, the... is the country. Oh, the Kelids? The Kelid tribes would be Polish. Yeah, same with Numeria, just because, like... God, I can't imagine what Numeria sounds like. It's somewhere between, like, Californian tech bro and, and Conan the Barbarian. Like, oh. Yeah. I also, just as a general... I'm not going to touch anything on Tianja. No. Yeah, that's yeah, the same no. reason we're not doing any of the, the Mongi expanse. Right. Or... I don't know. Syria definitely has, like, that Egyptian accent. Right. Like, it's sure. just an Egyptian yeah, port. Yeah, I'm not going any further. Who gets the Jersey accent? Who gets the Jersey accent? I mean, it's also why we're not really talking about... Razmoran gets the Jersey accent. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say... No, I will accept does, no like substitutions. That, no. I mean, same reason we're not really talking about the Shawanti accents. Yeah. Because <laughs> that yeah. really quickly gets bad. <laughs> yeah, Phrygians, Um I think they get the Jersey accent. That'd be, oh, that'd be funny. 
I think it'd be funny, but see, I feel like Verizia might have like more like a Creole style accent because it's they they're nomadic, so like they pick up the accents in regional dialect of every surrounding well, area. That could be, but so I guess not really Creole. That's just the first sort of it's, language that evolved from a pigeon that I could think of. But yeah. it's definitely some sort of like pigeon language. Creole is, I think, a technically a more generic term for when they get sort of informally connected like that. But it yeah. refers to specific. But like there's Haitian Creole, and then there's like. African Creole, and it depends what region you're talking you're about. talking about. Languages are fun, guys. They're really cool. Languages are really cool. Does anywhere right, have a I, Texan I, accent? Alkenstar. Alkenstar. Oh, right. Obviously. Between <laughs> Geb and Nax. Fantasy Texas. Yep. <laughs> it's the country that said, there's wizards, I need a gun. <laughs> oh, magic doesn't work here? Well, you know what does? Guns. <laughs> and that's the farthest south I think I'll go. Actually, no. Um, Megan, I'm going to ask you this one specifically. As the Shalanite and Zonkuthan expert, what is the Nidalese accent? Good question. Uh, who who founded Nidal? Was it just on its own? No, or was it, it like was, a chillaxing so colony? So I want to say it was founded by basically like nomadic Kelids who then sold their souls to Zonkuthan in exchange for protection mm-hmm. from Earthfall. Yeah. So definitely some kind of Slavic. Yeah. And... Maybe they're the Russians, right? I could see it. They can also be Russians, I was but thinking, there's no way Irisen isn't also Russian. I was thinking that Nadal should have the like heavy Transylvanian accent, like yeah. full-on Dracula. Yeah, they can... Because mm-hmm. they are largely... like are After like Ustilov, there's the most yeah. vampires in Nadal. And also, we're ignoring, like, convergent accents. Yes. Honestly, though, if you don't just think there are just, like, vampires terrorizing the Darklands constantly, you're wrong. Well, yeah. They all yeah, come but... from the city beyond the scope of this adventure. Yeah. yeah. Home of all vampires. The Darklands are so cool. I can't wait for third darkness, guys. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, everybody makes fun of second darkness so much. I, I haven't ever read it. Is it really that terrible? It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Matthew, it is, it is the only book, ser- books rated worse than book five of Giant Slayer. The entire there, adventure path. The entire adventure. There are some very cool, there's some very cool set pieces, but it's a badly written story. There's some very cool set pieces, and there's some very uncool racism, and, um... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah it's that's it. It's just got a, it's got slavery, racism, and you have to be for it. There's an entire book where you have to just go possess the bodies of a bunch of dead drow to try and blend in. If you get hit or take damage at all, pretty much, like the spell slash weird necromancy bullshit tying you into this body wears off. Oh, jeez. And you're the heroes. Yeah, Yeah. you're supposed to be the heroes. You are supposed to infiltrate the city by posing as slaves. Oh, jeez. That's very problematic. Okay. There's also just the setup of the first book is a Riddleport adventure where you're like dealing with gamblers and like crime figures. You're, yeah, you're, you're literally in a mob racket in the first book. In the fourth book is when you is when you do this whole dead bodies thing, and like pretty much the rest of the time you're just helping Keonan elves run their personal the genocide, war against right? the drow. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it's a race war book. It, it yeah. is absolutely... It's literally, you're trying to genocide the drow. That is okay. the plot of Second Darkness. They try and mask it and be like, oh, it's okay, because they were trying to cause another Earthfall, which they are. But you want to know something problematic about original 1E drow lore? Yes. It was a canon thing that if an elf did something evil enough, they could turn into a drow. But there was no way to go backwards from that. So the bitch that started all this 
isn't even originally a drow. Like, she was originally a, a light elf, and she did some extremely evil shit, turned into a drow, and then was like, you know what? You know what? I'm all about this. Start worshiping a demon lord, move to the Darklands, kill, Let's a, start a, kill race the matron of a drow house, and uh, start a race war against the people that I was born with. Holy crap. It was what like the Pisa? second one published, yeah, this wasn't was the it? Second yeah. One. Wait, wait. Paizo was just ahead of its time, bro. They were they were doing the girl boss all the way back then. <laughs> all right. And with Pathfinders, Paizo's always been good about gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there are some people whose names are attached to Second Darkness that are like, yes, it's been 15 years since it's been published and they definitely know better now. I don't think Jason Bowman would look at Second Darkness and go, yeah, I'd publish that again. No, I think James Jacobs would, but, you know. James Jacobs should not be involved in production at all. He runs the AP line. Yeah. I don't think James Jacobs would would print Second Darkness. No, I don't. Even James Jacobs. As is, maybe not, but I don't think he is physically capable of understanding what is wrong with it. Maybe not all of it, but. I don't think we should. Bullman would. I think, I feel Bullman would, especially with some of the stuff he's talking about, how he's been learning about why some things he did in previous 1E lore was bad and admitting his mistakes. Bullman's very good at admitting. Jason Bullman has some really fun Twitter takes. He did a really nice interview with guys behind Behind the Masters. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really solid like half hour interview. Um, and and uh, again, like to, to anyone listening to this, if you want to play Second Darkness, that's your choice. We're just telling you some of the stuff in it. At the end of the day, it is a 15 year old AP, and the it way shows. people wrote in 2007 and 2008 versus how things are now in 2023 when this episode comes out, very different places in reality. It shows its age in a way that some of its other contemporary, its other APs don't. Like, what's surrounded Second Dark? It was bordered by Curse of the Crimson Throne, which also... Well, yeah, Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hey, here's an entire book about a deadly, virulent pandemic. Oh, yeah, but let's be real. Let's be real. There was no way they had a prediction. No, there was no way they could have known. That, that's my point. Like, some stuff ages poorly because of progression. Come on, come some on, ages Sam. Poor- you're, you're, you're not naming the, the best one for that. Agents of Edgewatch when it released. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah, the cop AP. The, <laughs> the, 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 the cop AP the, that released, like, right after. They're like, we're going to put this out because it's all in print. And we can't not. We can't afford to not. But also, we totally understand if you don't buy this. If you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey. Cop AP that's, oh, we can't pay you. So That's, that's, that's literally. That. Paizo handled that the best way possible. They Absolutely. came out and said. Hey, we're changing some stuff in the player's guide to try to be more sensitive, but also this was like developed a Month. year ago. Uh, it Before has any of this started. Yeah. <laughs> developed a while ago. We have to pay the people that worked on this. Yeah, now, it's, they, does that does that excuse the fact that the entire AP is built around you getting money via civil forfeiture? No. No. But yeah. the rest of the stuff is generally excusable. All right, so that being said yeah. and done, what's everyone drinking? That's a great question, Matthew. Well, we are nearing episode 100, so I thought I'd up my cocktail game a little bit, and I don't mean making an elaborate cocktail. I mean, I've upgraded from Jim Beam to Maker's Mark. Ooh. So I have a Maker's and Ginger Ale. Nice. What do you have, Garrett? Uh, water, because I have been deathly sick. So Yes, Garrett has food poisoning, so do... if he disappears, he is taking a violent dump. I do have beer. I'm just not gonna fucking drink it right now. No, don't, don't fucking just drink that, dude. It. Just look at it. I am just look at it longingly. I am currently ill-advisedly eating cheddar jalapeno Cheetos, though. Garrett, <laughs> that's fine. 
That's fine. I mean, that'll pump your stomach, but yeah. I don't agree with it. <laughs> I, I'm mostly over it at this point. It'll just make sure that yeah. that giant dump is as unpleasant as possible. Thank yes. You, Megan. <laughs> uh, Megan, what tea do you have? I have one of the last bags of my black cherry berry hibiscus tea. Ooh, yum. I love hibiscus tea. It's such I a nice, too. full, sweet floral notes. Um, the first hibiscus tea I had, too, was passion fruit flavored. It was the, you know, the Starbucks passion tea back before, like, Tazo came in and ruined it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't ruin it, but, like... They ruined I, it. I want everyone to know that it is not their recipe, and it became less good when they took it over. <laughs> Actively made it worse. Yeah. Not necessarily ruined, but and, actively Well, part of making it worse was teaching all the fucking baristas to put lemonade in it, because what apparently... Passion fruit on its own is not good enough and not sweet enough, and you have to put lemonade what in it fuck? to water it down. And I have Gross. to be very specific whenever I show up at Starbucks that I want just the tea, and if you put the lemonade in it, I'm not fucking paying you. I get Karen about very few things, but that's one of them. Yeah, I mean, that's a good reason to be particular. It's like, hey, I don't want this. I want tea, not watered down tea with lemonade. Exactly. I know for a fact that you will make about 500 things that aren't on your fucking menu. And I know for a fact this is one of them. Yeah. Ian, what do you have? I have a glass of black sunbook. Death Star Ice Cube. And the person <laughs> I'm most afraid to ask, Matthew. <laughs> well, actually, I found out recently that Dollar General uh, is ca- carries Jolt Cola. And I haven't had Jolt for forever, so I bought a whole, whole bunch of it. And I'm adding new caffeine to it. No, nobody else do what I do, please. My body, don't plan my body it. is not everybody else's body. That's all I have to say about that. So don't don't imitate me. One of these days, Matthew's gonna come in. And he's just gonna snort a line on audio and be like, "I added new caffeine to it." <laughs> sure, oh, new caffeine. Yeah, caffeine. <laughs> oh no, not gonna do that on audio. <laughs> yeah, do a line out of his dice track. All right, so for the finale, Matthew's going to do coke live on stream. No. No, we at Dungeon Dive Bar do not no. do not advocate for any drug but alcohol. Right. Absolutely. Right. And only in moderation. Yes, and, and only in moderation. moderation. Except for Extra Life, then you can punish us. Also, Some if we want to be technical, we also advocate caffeine, because if we don't, Matthew may die. <laughs> yeah, we have. It keeps his heart beating. It may be the only beating. thing that keeps my heart beating at this point. But hey, guys. Yes, Sam. I have good news and bad news for you. Ooh, the good news. news. You're on floor 14. Oh. Actually, we're sleeping on floor 13. Yes, but you're going to floor 14. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the bad news? Yes. This is the Eric Mona floor. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like good news to me, but it's almost going to be as bad Aaron as the Bullman floor. <laughs> it's going to be fun as hell, but it's deadly. It's so deadly, I have to open several characters in PC Gen that I had to rebuild. Oh, don't know. <laughs> Is mostly because the creatures of the Emerald Spire have definitely not scaled with PC options of 2023 PCs. You mean they're not ready for a pouncing Retha? No, I would hardly say, and most things are ready for a pouncing Cavalier with a, what is a great charge now? Uh, her charge, I don't think, scales. Oh, no, because she stopped leveling Cavalier, so it's the Hell Knight. So just regular charge. We get any good things leveling up, guys? Oh, yes, Matthew, we need to roll hit points because your connection to the server, to uh, Discord diet, as we were trying to do that before. Indeed, and I forgot to add hit points to my character. So, yes, that's a good point. Yes. 
Yeah, and uh, I trust you all leveled up I and took care of else. all of the nitty gritty that we can share right before we start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a three you for you, Matthew. Seven. I'm taking my seven. I do have a different thing for spell buffs. I since anytime I cast a spell, I add a d4 minus one. Uh, Tears to wine is 16th level today. Oh boy! So we all get plus 10 instead of plus I, I five. I need that. Oh yes, because you got the uh, orange iron stone. And the resonant effect from my bootleg wayfinder. Right, you made a. I forgot you made a bootleg wayfinder. Is this gonna be an ongoing thing or? Yes. Okay. I need to ask, uh, Sam. You got the DM I sent you about my buffs, right? You have uh, cast spell immunity on Declan and the same on you, ignoring fireball and, and lightning. And then my bolt. normal other buffs like long strider, blah blah blah. This, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freedom oh, of yep. movement, etc. You'll do that probably once you take the elevator down. So you do that. <laughs> Also, the or, uh, the you will take save the bonus from my rage goes up to four for everyone's buff. Oh, oh wow! If I ever take that, who is actually, just you know, make sure to note that, that if it, it wasn't already there. Oh, those are the floors left. Hey Sam, let me let me let me just take a little screenshot of my attack routine with haste now. Let me see your your haste flurry of blows, Magus Monk. That's yeah! <laughs> Why don't you read that out for the audience, Garrett? When hasted, plus 21, plus 21, plus 21, plus 16, plus 11. With a spell rider on all of them. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. Now, I'm, with this, Sam, I'm gonna have to actually, like, in combat, refresh my, my shit. Because I, yeah, I only get 12 of those, so it's never really been a problem before. But if I'm hidden that many times in the combat, I might actually have to refresh my shit in combat. Yeah. Uh, anyone else get any fun stuff? You're level 12 now. Declan, that's 6th level. Oh, no, you're 13. 13. What's your new feat, buddy? I believe I took Spell Focus Transmutation. Honestly, a great choice. And then I also got a new Arcanist deal, Exploit. And I picked up First World Illusion Catcher, which is fun. If I successfully disbelieve an illusion, I can spend an Arcane Reservoir Point to try and negate or steal control of the illusion. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, all of them are, like, I have a lot of the basic ones at this point, so I went back to, like, the first level options. But now, the most important question, what did Fitzgerald get? Oh, shit, I forgot to look. What did we get? Sam, I just realized something. When I flurry, I count as having full BAB for power attack, so I get more damage, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's disgusting. Wait, you can take Blade Tutor Spirit with that, too. I could. Just ignore everything. I can scry on familiar. He has an intelligence of 12 and 7 natural armor. Does that make Gareth the dumbest person in the party now? Probably. Maldrick has 16 int. You're a Magus. Uh, You're an int based class. I have 12. Oh, I'm, I'm higher than 12. Fitzgerald is the smartest Pelton now. Yeah, smart as Pelton. To be fair, Sam, I don't cast things with saves, so I really only need the ints for. Uh, yeah, you only need the for 16. The of being able to cast spells, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only reason you buff int is so you can cast more spells a day. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else get anything? Pelta, you got what you've been we've been waiting for this whole AP. Greater Beast Totem. Heck yeah. Oh, we get pounce. We get pounce. As long as I win initiative on my it's not gonna happen. But my initiative did go up because I put another point in Dex. Yeah, but it also means that when Gareth starts summoning Triceratops, <laughs> yeah, they get they get your oh, so pounce. Yeah. I re- I remembered something else. I had forgotten to give my I had missed a feat at some point, so I did, did get improved initiative. Wow, oh, okay. your initiative is now 11? 11. And, Megan, what did we get at Hell Knight 7? I Ooh. think I said this last episode, but uh, 
Moral refresh my memory. And uh, my attacks now count as lawful. So. That's right. You did say this. And yeah, Matthew, you don't. You're a cleric. You get nothing at twelve. For all intents and purposes, I technically just now count as a lawful outsider. Pretty much, yeah. For everything that matters, my attacks count as lawful, and I don't count as humanoid because I'm a tiefling. Yeah. So. <laughs> You've made it in the world. Do you mind if I set the scene real quick? Yes. We all decided to stay in the tower last night, and as such, Gareth lit a small campfire, and he's sitting around the campfire with the rest of you, and he's been fidgeting uh, all night with a couple of small pieces of wood that he's been whittling, and he's had a really hard time looking at many of you in the face as he's been working through something before he finally sits up and says, Guys, we really need to have a talk. There's something, something I need to bring up. Something I'm not certain all of you are going to like to hear. Something that needs to be said anyhow. Yeah, shoot. What's up? Looks over at Effa specifically and says, Effa, you and I had a talk you at the few levels ago, I guess, uh, of the dungeon and talked about what I'm going to do after. First thing we should do is talk about that. Guys, when we're done here, I've got something I've got to do, and um, I'm planning on on going and, and taking the test of the Starstone. I, I I don't know how much you know about me or Ratha or any of us uh, or Maldrick and any of our dukes, but we all had destinies at one point. And yes, yes, yes. Before you say it, Pelta, I know prophecy was broken. Blah blah blah. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. You know? Got to do this. That's not the really big thing. The really big thing is I think I need, I think there needs to be a change in the in Fort Inevitable itself. Just looks at them for a moment. You're going to what? With the Starstone? People don't take the test. They die doing it. Others die. Well, technically there's, there's been three successes, just saying. Hey, yeah, but how many people have tried? Oh, a lot. There's a whole memorial to all the people who died. It's hundreds. How of many people. were named Gareth Audu? I can't stop you. I don't. Probably, probably more than two. one. <laughs> don't care about that. I mean, yeah, we can't stop you, but like, I think it's a suicide. Say so. I, I, I don't think so. There's, But that's not, as I said, the big thing, Effa, I have to do something about the Hell Knights in town. You guys have been controlled by a lich for how many years now? can't bite that. Not controlled by, influenced by. Can't. It's de facto running the place for a while. Been running not just that, but they've rampant slavery for, for theft of of anything. There's rampant problems in for the inevitable that are not being addressed, and I can't just sit here and let it continue forever. I'm, I'm just saying... I can't either. Like, I don't know what... I'm just saying there's gonna be... I don't know how close tabs you've been keeping on what I've been doing, but I am trying to go out for Paralictor because until I outrank the Lady Commander, until I outrank the... Where do you need to go, sis? Shell of Host. There's really nothing I can do. Where do you need to go, sis, to make that happen? I would have to go train at the Citadel in Cheliax, but I... Alright, we can go there tomorrow. It would take months. Oh. 
It would take months because they don't trust that someone trained way out here on the frontier is good enough. I asked, I asked the lady commander, I talked to Jeremiah. There's no way we can speed up that timetable? I'm, I don't know, but I doubt it. The way Hell Knights work, I, I just, I'm sort of trapped by protocol. Right, and that's the problem with laws. Uh, you know what? All I know, we just killed Gareth. Devour. Gareth. There are good sides and bad sides to those protocols. If it wasn't like that, there's a possibility our lich friend could have taken over and gone undetected for years for we took care of it. Toppled the system enough to become a paralector himself. And then where would we be? Same place we're gonna be, which is taking care of him. You know, but I can't. He's got be people. Oh my god. Ah! So many problems in this town. So many people are being hurt every single freaking day. You can't just keep this going. It can't be. You know what? Let's start it going. And what have you been doing about it? Just kind of gives a conspiratorial glance over at Declan for a moment, and then I, I, I uh, okay, working at, on other alternatives. I guess you could say. Don't worry, I'm definitely working on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, and how many of my friends are you going to have to kill to put your ideal world in place? What about my ideal world. And what are you going to have to do to keep it there? Not about my ideal world. It's about there's good, there's evil, there. These are concrete, real things, and, and we can't just sit here and wait and wait and wait. And I want you to have what you want, sis. I don't know how much longer we can just sit and do nothing. I'll. We're not sitting. Evil and doing continues we're to grow and flourish in that city. We're undertaking this adventure so that we can root out that evil, aren't we? Right. Right. We want to find what's you at are. the bottom of the spire, and we know now that what's at the bottom or close to the bottom is this lich. Do we though? I mean, what I mean by that is that we just. It's our best we guess. We just, and I'm rethinking that guess, because we just rooted out a devourer who said that they were the Lich's guardian. If I think we might run into Lich soon. Pretty far down, though. I don't know how much further the time we go. I guess there's truth to that. Oh. oh, that's crazy to think, isn't it? We're so close. I, I guess if we're this close, let's just sleep on it for tonight. Talk more in the morning. I have no pity for Nur. I hope none of you do. I hope you understand that when we go after Nur, I, uh, there's gonna be a different Gareth that you see. All right, thanks for listening. Sis, I, I think maybe you and I, maybe I should take you to Chelyak so you can do your, your thing there. Like I said, it'll take months, if not years, for me to prove myself. Everyone needs to, <laughs> make some stuff so if it's only gonna take a couple months you know maybe he'll be busy 
I don't know. We'll talk more. With that, Gareth, Gareth kind of gets up, still having trouble. He's especially with looking at his sister right now. Not because he doesn't love his sister. No, because my God does he. But because just at such different points right now. And it's, it's just a really hard, hard moment. And you all go to sleep after that very intense conversation and wake up refreshed after a quick sip of the waters and a bath. When's the last time you guys had a bath? I mean, a couple days since we came into the tower. It's like, I imagine Retha bathes frequently. Anytime we're tough. Yeah, but Retha probably does military showers. I, I is imagine it, is Declan running just, water? That's, you know, I always forget about the fact that running water has to exist for a shower. No, I won't explain my logic. You can Don't ask it. me. You could. Especially with create water, so you can just generate yeah. it on top of the building. That's, I Nothing's, mean, that's very fair, I guess. Nothing says you can't control the temperature of create water. It you explicitly need to at least have some can. kind of sewer system, but that takes a lot less effort than pressurizing water to... Just need to dump it outside. It right. Just, just, just have someone with a, a hand yeah. pump, right? They can pump it, you know? I don't know. Or you just fill a bucket, lift it up to the top, and... Like, there's plenty of ways to shower. Yeah. For instance, Declan probably doesn't shower and just casts Presidigitation digitation for 30 seconds and moves right. on with his day. Unless, usually, yeah, unless, but there's definitely times where it's like, I'm feeling... Yeah, I was about to say that Gareth today. only takes bubble baths. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Gareth, I imagine, Gareth does Gareth have a butterfly duck butt rubber ducky for his baths? Fantastic. And it's not like a it's not like a rubber butterfly or anything. It's just a duck with butterfly wings. He glued them on himself with universal glue. I'm sure they make rubber ducks with butterfly wings. I'm sure they do. There has to be. Probably. But yeah, you guys have. I googled it, and they sure do. But yeah, there's the elevator shaft or the spire. I'm kind of curious to see how this elevator works. Yeah, Normally, I am an advocate for the spire, but the elevator does sound cool. Yeah, I mean, how often do you get to ride an elevator? Plus, we didn't even exactly. ride the elevator from the last floor. It was just a shitty ladder on the- Oh yeah, there was an elevator to the last floor. We're getting deep enough that the technology hasn't just crumbled away. Just imagine what the actual above ground floors were supposed to be instead of the exploded ruins you investigated at the beginning. Um, it would have been so cool. Alright, remember, here's your wine, everyone. Uh, Declan. Here's your heroism. Yeah. yeah. Pelta's got heroisms for everyone. Reading, looking over the spire, you had plenty of time last night to analyze it mm-hmm. before bed. This is, it is a marvel of engineering and technology. Not like, whoever did this was definitely ahead of their time. Yeah. You can see, like, carvings that implied that this elevator is going to move, like, three-dimensionally at some point. But whoever fabricated it did not get around to doing that other than the up and down that it currently possesses. You recognize that the way to make it ascend or descend is with the Atlante Atlante commands? So you walk into it and you just go up or down. Yeah, it's a voice on voice control. It's a voice controlled elevator. What happens if you go up? Does it just, does it just Charlie and the Chocolate Factory its way out the top of the building or? I don't know, Retha, get on it, say up. I don't. Yeah, I don't speak as <laughs> Looks like it's the walkway is attached to the this floor, so this is probably as high up as it goes. It moves it at a rate. Uh, if you want to know how actually fast this thing is, because I'm sure Declan, you played the fuck out of it. Absolutely, I would. It moves at a rate down. of 200 feet per minute. That's roughly two miles an hour. So you've got a little bit of time. So you'll have time to go down, do your uh, buffs, 
you definitely will not overload the elevator. By the way, this elevator has a weight capacity of 7,500 pounds. Okay, perfect. Does it have elevator music? Yes, but it's only Aslanti Ska. <laughs> okay. So it's I very, know. very brass forward uh, and a lot of cowbell. Unexpected. Now we're really learning a lot about ancient peoples. Eventually, it's just a cowbell dinging like every five seconds. And that's the entire song for the next just four minutes. Fucking jamming. It eventually devolves into John Cage style music. <laughs> so you just have to listen to modern impressionist music of like water bubbles being blown in bottles through a straw and white noise coming from different angles as you move through the shaft. And eventually you reach the last bit and it's just four minutes, 33 seconds. <laughs> Why did the music stop? Now this is part of it. What do you mean this is part of it? There's no music. There's not even drums. It's a statement. <laughs> what do you mean it's a statement? We're in an elevator. The music stopped. The song is the noise that we produce Like, just talking? The real yeah, elevator we, music we, was the way. friends made along the way. <laughs> well, we got along the way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't oh. think that's how music works. Neither did America. I might know how music works too, yeah. Eventually you reach the bottom and it says, you get the Skyrim opening uh, crawl again. It says, Floor 14, the throne of Aslant. I just want to go back to four minutes and 33 seconds quick. The okay. first time I heard about this was at a one of my university recitals. There in the program was just four minutes and 33 seconds performed by audience member. And they like, pulled someone up onto the stage, handed them a trombone, and then had them just like stand there for four minutes and 33 wow. seconds. And then they like, oh took the instrument back. That is, if you've never been for, I, I know that Alex is brother, I wanna go back. I love John Cage as a composer. If you've never seen any of John, just listeners, when you get a chance, just go on YouTube, just type in John Cage water walk. It's a very entertaining. It's named that because during the performance, he walks around and at one point, he drinks a glass of water. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, everyone get full strengths. Yeah, usual things. I was everyone like, I know that's a usual uh, thing, so... I forget what heroism <laughs> does. Bonus to attack rolls. Oh, I didn't care. Oh, I didn't give it to you. Do you oh. It's just been the melee people mostly. I just give it to, yeah, Palta, Maldrick, and... It's mostly the attack and damage roll. This yeah, level, is... I decided I was not going to be Star Knife Boy, so I don't need it this level. Okay. <laughs> Star Knife Boy is fun, though. He's a level. We need to make Star Knife Boy right, a costume. Multi-classing individual anti to be Star Knife Boy. <laughs> Star Knife Boy. Oh my god, I am going to create that. I cut my hand off now. I'm absolutely creating that <laughs> character. That's my... In my youth, I accidentally cut my hand off with a star knife, so I put a star knife where my hand should be. No, and I thus I became exactly star knife boy. And I cut my arms with my hand every day now by accident. <laughs> the face mask is just a star knife that I hold that That's my new backup for Aureus. We're gonna make sure he never dies. <laughs> Let's roll. This is like how in my Outlaws of Alkenstar game, you're like, I am never killing your PC because I know your backup is just Senator Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Nanomachines, son. 
He's a laborer android with all the defensive nanomachine uh, feats for 2e. That's oh my gosh. He's a monk. His monk darts from his pack are footballs. So whenever I hurl them, I go, That's fucking football, son! You take it to the showers and I beat the shit out of you. Home of the fucking free, baby! I love this. He's from Android. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're moving forward. Okay, let me read to you some features on the floor before we move forward. Every room is normal lighting conditions. The hallway is emitting light, except for this part over here which is to the left of you, which is emitting an ominous, uh, Matthew, unless otherwise noted. And this is the actual light. Unless otherwise noted, the Gosh. ceilings are 20 feet I mean, high. What? I, I know that you care about that a lot. Here is the dinosaurs, baby. Here is the text of this area. The elevator shaft from area M12 ends here. The elevator disc comes to rest at the bottom of the shaft after an incredibly long descent. Here, wide stairs descend to a broad foyer. Two huge stone double doors loom at the far end of the room. An ancient inscription is chiseled into them. Arches to the east and west reveal side halls flanking the one leading to the doors. A red light flickers in the darkness beyond the western arch. However, flickering is kind of a misnomer here because you all have dark vision, so it's just kind of red, light, white. Uh, color just come and go. Yeah. yeah, color comes and goes. All right, you are free to explore and move about now. I want to see what the fuck is up with that glow. Absolutely. Uh, I'll detect magic around in the area. All right, you see the corpse of a woman near the western statue. Oh, is that what's glowing? No. Declan, you are very confused by this because these are the robes of the Golden Fire Order. Oh, they made it. We haven't heard from about them in a long time. Because they left town after recovering Tiawask. Yeah. However, Declan, you turn over the corpse and this is Tiawask. Wait. Oh, who did we send with them? Wait. Holy crap. Who did we send with them? Very trouble. Oh, God. We may need to follow up with them. Yeah. Do you yeah, have a number or ascending? I, I, I or can, Much like Maldrick, I remember nothing about these people, so. There was a person that we we found with the like, serpent folk. Yeah. Then the, gotcha. um, then the technically showed up in their Buick and Rutha killed them. Yeah, back when the technically was driving around in their Buick. You stole their hubcaps, Maldrick. <laughs> no, I remember the technically part. I just didn't remember we, the fire. We forged so. their hubcaps into your arm. That's why it's Mithril now. And uh, uh, scared them into thinking you were a robot after drinking yeah, you telepathically some beep fluid and gaining telepathy. I remember the telepathy. At the end of this short hall stands a carving of an armored Aslanti woman. Her left hand holds a thin, curved longsword aloft. It's carved stone. It's not a magic weapon. Her right hand has a star-shaped depression at the center of the open palm. A star-shaped crystal embedded in the impression emits erratic flickers of brilliant red light. Uh, does anyone want to do a heal check on Tiawath's body, by the way? That is not my job. Uh, hey, cleric. Does, sorry, question about the stone. Yeah? Does it look removable? Yeah. Does it look iron stone sized Well, Declan did declare a spellcraft, I believe. I did. I did hold it to deck magic. Because I'm just like, we have all these iron stones that are named, like, Western Star shit. Mm-hmm. Would you like a spellcraft set? Yes. Oh, perfect. 49. One, you look at Tiawask's body, and you notice that one of the few things still on her is a nearly empty potion bottle. You you do a little check. It's the potion of gaseous form that she was said to use to escape Clarkosh's lair. Right. Oh. And in the palm of the uh, statue here is a Western Star Iron Stone. Oh, another one. If I recall correctly, lets you detect 
or it's a comprehend languages. No, it's the sky self. The sky self. We have three of those now. So Western Star in the Western side statue. Got any of them Eastern stars? I don't know. Pelta checks for an Eastern star on this. Seems one. like a puzzle. I don't know. Uh, no magic on this statue, but the depression in its hand is empty. I'll take the stone out of this one. Also, Declan, in also carved onto the statue base in Aslanti, there's an inscription. Dedicated to the brave sacrifice of Lady Estrakhan of Almoraine Blue, Knight Commandant of the Western Star. Interesting. I'm going to copy that text for you, Megan. What was on the heel check? Oh, wait, no, because it's plus five. It's plus um, ten. So it's a 43 plus on the 10. heel check. I'm sorry, not a 38. She'd been dead for a while. It seems like she uh, dehydrated to death after being tortured Go within an inch of her life. Can I roll history? Yes, it would be a history check. Uh, 42. The Knights of the Western Star was a secret organization of, or rather was one of the, not a secret, but it was one of the two sects of Aslanti's Knights of the Ayunstan Order. They served the Emperor's throne of, the throne of glass directly, and they were, uh, like, black ops, red, like, Green Beret type folks. After the fall of Aslant, those that survived Earthfall came to serve Aridin, for they believed him to be the, um, end result of the Starfall Doctrine, a series of prophecies in, in Aslanti uh, history, which Declan, you know, never came to pass due to the breaking of prophecy and the fall of... Yeah, this is the same doctrine that made Chaliax... Because Aridin fucking died right about when they were supposed to start coming true. Yes, this is the same prophecy that led the Chalaxian king to abdicate the throne for Aridin, and then failed and now it's a devil country. Uh, this, yeah, wow, these are old. Additionally, there are records of them accompanying Aridin to stand before Tarbafon pre-Lichdom, before his death at the hands of Aridin allowed him to revive as the Whispering Tyrant. Yeah, this this order of knights is very old. Old as shit, yeah. And the last living remnants of them are recorded to have perished within Aridin's sanctum under Absalon upon the god's death where it collapsed, which we would have learned more about if the dead god's hand ever got published. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that doesn't exist, bro. That doesn't exist. So that's why I said if. Isn't yeah. it post? Isn't it still no. development? No, nope. it's it's stricken from they the records. It now. Is the, the same inscription on this? Uh, no. Statue as well. Oh, well, what's this one then? <laughs> on the eastern statue, Declan. At the end of the hall stands statue, another statue of an ancient Atlantean warrior. Her hand positioned as if casting a spell. Her left hand is held out, revealing an empty star-shaped depression, and inscribed upon this statue, also in Atlantean, "Eternal is the seal of Estrakhan. Eternal is her vigil against evil." So the lady that I the heel check on, did she have anything on her? I just do it with a dead magic or anything, or no? No, because you got all of her stuff and gave it to who you thought was Tiawask on floor uh, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah you thought you already rescued Tiawask eight floors ago. Yeah, she escaped tortured capture with a hidden potion of gaseous form. Which the bottle of which you found on ah, this Tiawask here. I understand that. Yeah. Well, uh, we but we thought yes. there was another wizard, a second wizard. I thought that we were still pretty sure we found everyone that we thought. Okay. Yeah, there were two wizards, Tiawas and the other one whose name I don't have offhand. There's a bonus wizard. Yeah, there are two Tiawasks, so... How, how long ago do you think she died? Gareth, looking over the body with a 49 heal, it looks like she died at the most a week ago, at earliest three days ago. We could potentially bring her back if we can... She was anguishing in this chamber for a very long time. We can bring her back right now. 
Oh, tomorrow. I'd want to take her up to, we can, on our way back from this floor, let's take her up and resurrect her and put her and in the healing. Just do that right now. Do it right now. That elevator took like 25 minutes. I mean, do Who cares you... about an elevator? That's a good point. It's more just, we'd have to be coming back down here. I want to, I want to clear out this floor. She's not going anywhere. While this has all been happening, Pelthal, you've been searching through the bag of holding for uh, the Eastern Star Iron Stone you got. Did we get an Eastern Star one? Oh, no. I'm sorry. The book said multiple things at once. You find out Tiawask accidentally put an Eastern Star Iron Stone in the Western oh. Star slot. Oh. I'm sorry. It listed it in the area as a Western Star, but then later it says Tiawask oh. put the wrong stone in the wrong slot. An Eastern Star Iron Stone gives you permanent comprehend languages. Oh, Wonder if we if we slap them back in, something might happen. We definitely should bring them back, Gareth. But let's make sure we're in a safe space first. All right. When both Ion Sons are correctly placed, you see a line of brilliant white energy trace the seams of the double door and blast open, and a small hole falls out of the Western statue, Ooh. and some loot comes out. Oh, hey. Also, that there was um, protective warding on the door before you blasted it and eliminated the writing. Beyond lies the doom of Nur Athamon. Disturb not his evil works. Muse not oh. on his forbidden secrets. Turn away and let the great pretender fade from the record of history. <laughs> Let's go. The doom of Nur Athamon. We want that, right? He wants. We want. I don't think that's what it means. I think it means he's. Uh, I think it's. I think it right, means he's exactly. here. And yeah. he's our oh. doom. Maybe our doom. he was here. Gotcha. It means he was here. They might have been where he was sealed. He did leave. The Great Pretender. Do you think that was Aradin? I think it's Narathamon. He was... Wait, he's the Pretender? Yeah. Oh. Why would he call himself the Pretender? I don't think he did. I think somebody fucking sealed him here, like uh, this Estrakhan lady. Found um, and sealed good. in this floor and escaped... Well, without tripping the warts. Well, end him rightly. Uh, what did we, what came out of that statue? Uh, in addition, you can now take the uh, Ion Stones back. Yep. Cool. And Eastern Star Ion Stones worth 6,000, Alex. Yep. There was an amulet of natural armor plus two, four potions of cure moderate wounds. Love that. Big fan. A plus two dagger. Okay. 16 gold pieces minted in Aslanti. These are going to be worth a lot more to Aslanti gold, not, six, yeah. not just 16 gold. And by collector, Declan means himself, because he's not giving up Aslanti gold. To a collector, I mean Nobody minds that I take the natural armor. You guys all have better ones, right? You don't have any. So. Yep. Go for it. It's fine. Can I appraise or profession archaeologist that? Abrasers of armor now. I have a natural AC, and I have a ring of protection. This is... I actually have a decent AC at this point. I'm sorry, was that an amulet of natural armor plus two? Yes. Yeah. I could Give use me that. your plus one. plus one. Take the plus two. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, this is just extra AC for me. And with that, the door unlocks. Hey, you guys want to hear what you just disabled by placing yeah. the stones in? Yes. A sleigh living trap. Oh, that's how she died. <laughs> well, that's, that's how she died. Who wants to take 12d6 plus 9 on the chin at the start of a floor? I could have survived that. Well, Slay Living can't... No, no, I'm thinking of harm that can't bring harm you below can't one. Kill people, but Slay Living... Well, I mean, you just have to pass a DC 22 fort save or reduce the 3d6 plus 9. And also, Daglin, you know that once you remove the stones, the trap will reset in 10 minutes. All right, we gotta go. 
what about when we come back out? Give us stones. Yeah, just Who cares? Leave the stones in for now. We'll grab them when we get later. to us. Yeah, put the stones in there. Okay. We'll grab them later. It's. Yep. When we grab what's her name, we'll grab the stones. All right. Please arrange yourselves in marching order. Oh boy. This is going to be the classic. Sam shows us an encounter, and then we immediately hey, cut stop. recording. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> As there's a giant golden golem oh, standing there. Lordy. Awaken starts playing. Yeah. Awaken starts playing, and the chest glows, and you see embedded in the forehead are six Ion stones. Oh, uh, we're taking that. And he looks at you, and in a voice you all recognize. Hello, adventurers. What do you think of my new body? You all instantly recognize the voice of Clarkosh emanating Clark- from this golem. <laughs> oh, Clarkosh. Oh, bo- oh boy. this guy. Yeah. Let's kill him again. It's baby. your Clarkosh revenge match after he ran away oh! in two weeks. Right. <laughs> Curse you. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at BarDungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash DungeonDiveBar, and on Tumblr at DungeonDiveBar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash DungeonDiveBar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash DungeonDiveBar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirror Wolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.